after six, Ephesians six. When you're when you're there, say I'm there. All right, Ephesians six. Right after Ephesians five. You know, something that we experienced that was a little bit different when we moved from Oklahoma to the, to New England. This is something that's kind of in New England in general. I remember um, moving up and having our our first Memorial Day as a, as a family up in Massachusetts. And we thought, we'd go to the Memorial Day Parade. And uh, it was in this small town where we were living for seminary. And yeah, they had this this parade and it went, uh, I believe, from the from the church, all the way down to the seminary. Which a lot of times churches and cemetery, sorry, seminary, <laughs> cemetery, seminary, you know, they kind of go together. Um, but you didn't hear me say that. Uh, it went all the way from the church to the to the cemetery, which oftentimes is close. This was not close. It was quite a long, long distance to walk in the parade. And then they had, um, you know, all these different things that they did at the at the cemetery, um, because there in in New England there is this this sense of of um patriotism that you know in in uh, oklahoma and texas memorial day is a it's another holiday you go to the lake you camp out you go to the you know you hop get on the water it's because it's down there it's warm enough um to, to actually get out on on a boat and go um you know get in in the water at that time but up up here there's a, a different sense of patriotism they, we don't have quite as much in Oklahoma and Texas. Uh, the, but what we need to do, though, as, if you will, patriots, as um, people who have a sense of wars that have gone uh, from, um, from before us and continuing on, we need to make sure and have the right focus. Because the battle is won in the heavenlies much more than the battle is won on the earth. The battle is won in the heavenlies, much more on the earth. Paul, um, he he concludes Ephesians. And uh, remember, Paul is writing this book while he's in jail. Okay? So if you can think, you know, he's looking around, he's got a soldier here, maybe a soldier there. He's got, um, and the the soldiers are are dressed up, you know, in a, in a, uh, in their uniforms, you know, they're, they've got their helmets on, they've got their breastplate, they've got, they've got their uniforms on. It says, finally, this verse 10, finally be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God, so that you will be able to resist in the evil day, and having done everything to stand, stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With all 
prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. And pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, which, which I am an ambassador in, change, in chains. And in, excuse me, that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. So this morning, we've got to face the enemy like God. We have to face the enemy like God. Remember, the, the war that we have is in a heavenly war. And if we're going to win the war, we need to face the enemy like God. But before we do anything, we have to realize there is an enemy and who the enemy is. What does the enemy look like? Let me go right back to this verse. Our, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, like I said, there, we have to realize there is an enemy. You know, we've got some guys who've been in the military. I, I haven't been, but I, I, can, I can think about what it's like to, to have been in the military, to be in the military. And, um, you know, it would be really, really easy, much easier to win a war if the people that you were fighting didn't know there was a war. Right? Um, so much of what we do as a military, we try to do by stealth. We have stealth bombers. We have stealth fighters. We have um, these, uh, we, you know, we have the, the Navy SEALs and the Army Rangers and the Green Berets. And we have, you know, these guys who are trained to be stealthy. They are, they are trained either to fly in or to go in, to, to go into the deepest, darkest place and to get there when nobody knows you're there and to do what you're supposed to do and to get out, right? Am, am I, am, is that correct? Am I on the right? Because if they know you're coming, then you're in trouble, right? They will, they will be ready for you. There, there's, a, um, there was a book I, I started reading. I, I couldn't quite get into it. But there, there was this guy, um, Agent Garbo, Agent Garbo was a, um, he was a, a spy during World War II. And he had the, um, he, he ended up really having the highest level of confidence of, of Hitler's main men. I mean, he was, he was a, a spy for the, um, for the Allies, but he, he was behind enemy lines. And um, he actually gave false information from where the the um, invasion of Normandy was going to be, he he had convinced everybody that it, they were actually going to go somewhere else. Um, otherwise, think the the logical place was was Normandy, and they were like, oh, it's going to be in Normandy, and so they they wanted to amass all their forces so that so that when um, everybody landed at, at the beach on Normandy, it would have been a, a major slaughter. But this guy convinced them, no, 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 it's going to be over here. And so they, they started moving their forces that way, and they had a lot less resistance when they hit the beach because they didn't know they were going to be there. If they don't know you're coming, it's a lot easier to get in. Now, with the enemy that we face, 
I think with the whole a vast majority of the church, at least in the United States, a they don't even, they don't know that there's an enemy to begin with. They don't know there's a fight going on, even if they believe there's an enemy. And even if they think there's a fight, they don't know how to fight them. And with those three things happening, it's no wonder that we are getting beat back and get, getting beat back and getting beat back. Because if you don't know there's a fight, the enemy has free reign. They have absolutely free reign to do whatever they want. I'm going to try to give you a little bit. Spiritual warfare is, is a very big topic. This is not going to be a, a it's going to be a kind of a, a thousand foot view a little bit. Um, not as, as much of the nitty gritty, but this is more of a call to action to make us realize there is a fight going on and we need to realize what that is and we need to engage. In the, <clears throat> it, you know, Paul gives some of the different degrees. There are different levels of, um, of, the demons are in ranks, if you will. There, there are larger ones, there are smaller ones. And um, let me just tell you, some of, some of them you do not want to try to tackle by yourself, okay? Please do not pick a fight by yourself with a regional principality. It will not go well for you, all right? I'm just telling you, you don't, you don't have that level. You know, it's like sending a, a, a private in to, um, uh, you know, into a, a, a fight with a guy who's a hardened... You know, he, he's been all through all the special forces training. You know, so okay, take him on. And a guy just green, green, green walked in the first day. It ain't going to go well, right? If we try to take it, the, the bigger ones, this, this needs to be um, a group effort, mostly, right? Now, like I said just a few moments ago, if you don't know there's a fight, they, the, the demonic has free reign. So what we're, as we engage, what happens is this. You, you put laws in place for them to follow. All right? If there's, if there's no laws, there's anarchy. And right now they can do whatever they want. And if the church doesn't engage, they can do whatever they want. But as we engage, then you say, no, you cannot go here. No, you cannot go here. No, you have to leave this person. All right, so that's what we're doing is we are going in and we are, we are destroying the enemy and we are putting parameters in. And as you, as you engage with, with, every, um, with every battle won, you end up with more authority, which is very similar you know, with, a, with an actual war. You go in and more, more land you take, the more presence you have there, right? And individually, the more battle you, the more, if more battle hardened you are, the more, the more authority you have in the spirit. So if you've gone through lots of battles, that's something to be grateful. The Lord's given me more, more authority. I've, I've won this victory, so I've got more authority. I've, I've, I've got the battle scars to prove it. I've got more authority. So you get more authority as you, go through the, as you go through the battles, as you go through the storm, and you're able to take on more, um, 
uh, more spiritual warfare as you go. All right, so let me just kind of review just a little bit. There are different levels. If you are getting attacked by something, then the Lord's giving you authority to take care of that. Okay? But don't, please don't try to take on, don't, don't take a, on something larger. Leave that for a church gathering. Please, um, you know, God, God does give some people, individuals, authority um, in a region. Um, I know that I, I've heard um, John Alley, his, he can, he's been there, done that. He, he's does, he knows more about spiritual warfare and he engages in it all the time. And so he can take on a lot bigger things because he's been there. He can, he, can, he can take on some of the really big stuff that, you know, I'm, I'm not there yet, but I'm hoping to be someday. Um, so when you, when you have that anointing and the discernment level, then you can really engage. But I want you all to know, more than anything, I'm trying to give you a little bit of an outline, but more than anything, there is a war out there that we have to engage in. There, there are demonic principalities that have some level of authority in, in round here. We've taken a lot of it away already. But they have some level of authority over nations, over states, over regions, over towns. And we have to be aware of those things because if we're not aware of it, they will not engage in the fight. If you are aware of it, then we can, as a, a lot of it as a church or even individually, we can, um, we can set parameters because if we set the parameters, they have to obey. We can tell them to get out. We can tell them to leave. Tell them to go let Jesus take care of them. All right? But we have to engage. We have to engage. We have to be aware that there have been these principalities and powers. It continues to be. And if we don't engage, then they will have free reign. So we have to know, we have to know our enemy. I know the, um, the military does this. They, they spend so much time and money and personnel on um, collecting data. They, they, listen, they listen in to, uh, they, have, they have people who listen in to the enemy all the time, whether that's news broadcasts or you know, specific things. They know what their enemy is doing as much as possible. That way they can engage. We have to listen to the Holy Spirit and know what is going on around us and engage in that, that process. How do we engage, though? So we, we, we know what the enemy looks like. And we know that he is, the enemy, I was going to say he's organized, but he's, he really, um, because of the anarchy and because the, the demonic are very, um, they don't follow rule. well, they follow our rules. We have to, when we put in rules in place, but they, they're not like good. They're not righteous. They don't, <laughs> so they, right? So um, they oftentimes, they squabble among themselves. So um, uh, they, they, they're not organized in that fashion, but they do have different levels of authority and different levels of power. So if there's just something coming after you, you have authority to take care of it. Okay, but we do need to engage as individuals and as and as a church. But then, what does what? If we're going to engage the enemy, we need to know what we look like, right? 
And this is, this is really interesting. Um, look at verse 13. Take up the full armor of God so that you'll be able to resist in the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand firm, therefore, having girded your loins with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith, which, which will, you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Um, how many of you in your Bibles, you have some of those things that are capitalized? Anybody? Am I the only one? How many in your Bibles, some of this stuff in like verse 14, 15, it's in all caps? Yours does? No? Oh, man. I got the wrong Bible this morning. <laughs> no, so um, if a lot of times in, in, it'll be in all caps. It, it will show that it is a quotation from the Old Testament. Okay? Those things are quotations from the Old Testament. Um, so having girded your loins with truth is from the Old Testament. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness is from the Old Testament. Shot your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Helmet of salvation. It's, uh, that's all from the Old Testament. Now, whose armor is this? God's armor. Right? Let me show you this. Flip, flip over to Isaiah 11. Start in Isaiah 11. You can, you can keep your finger there. Isaiah 11. Let me just read verse 1 and 2. Um, and then I'm going to drop down. Then a shoot will spring forth from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from the roots will, will bear fruit. Who is that? Okay. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him. This is the, uh, this is the sevenfold anointing of the Lord, okay, which is, by the way, you have access to. Uh, the Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and strength, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Now drop down to um, verse 5. Also, righteousness will be the belt about his loins. Faithfulness, the belt about his waist. You see that? Flip, flip over to Isaiah 59. Isaiah 59. I'm going to start in the middle of 15. It says, Now the Lord saw, and it was displeasing in his sight, that there was no justice. And he saw that there was no man, and was astonished that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought salvation to him, and his, and his righteousness upheld him. He, who is that? So it's, it's, it's God, or, or could even be the Lord Jesus. 
here. He put on righteousness like a breastplate, a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on, he put on garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. You see that? So when Paul is saying, put on the armor of God, he is saying, you go into fight looking like Jesus, looking like God. Isn't that cool? What a thought. Yeah, in the, um, in the, the war going on over in the Ukraine right now, I remember especially when it, when it started, because you, you've, got, you've got the uh, uh, NATO, right? And then it's all kind of around Ukraine. And everybody's saying, you know, what if uh, something strays over into Poland, right? It's, it's like a, it's like a, um, uh, you know, they don't have flags as much. They have some, you know, but th there's this big flag over, over Poland that says, I'm a member of NATO, and if you strike me, you're in deep trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Correct? Mm -hmm. they, they, have this, they have the armor, if you will, of NATO on them to say, you are looking at everybody backing this up. You're looking at the United States and Britain and France and all these other different countries that are part of NATO. So I have that armor on. When we are going into fight, the armor that we have is the armor of God. We look like God. That should give us faith. It should give us faith to be able to fight the battles. We're not going in. Uh, we're not going in and, and looking like. Ryan Duck. Okay? Like, well, that's a, you know, kind of, he, he, Ryan's not very big. He can't bench press 300 pounds. He's only, he's only about 5'8". He's not very scary. Right? But if I've got on God's armor, look out. You see from a distance, is that there's, a, there's a God coming after me. And it should give us faith. You know, in, in, the, in the spiritual realm, the, the demonic operates on the basis of faith also. Um, this, is, this was really, really interesting to me. Go over to a Matthew. I'm, I know I'm having everybody jump here and there a little bit today. But it's, it's good for you. Did your fingers a workout. In Matthew 17, um, if you remember Jesus, this is uh, the Mount of Transfiguration. Jesus goes up on top of the mountain uh, with Peter, James, and John. He's up there. Uh, he gets he is uh, okay. Um, he gets transfigured. He's seen in, in his glory. You know uh, the apostles with him are going. Oh, what do we do? Now, the other apostles are down at the base of the mountain. And while they're there, they have a, there's a guy who brings, um, uh, brings his son. So, um, um, and the, the disciples could not cast out the demon in his son. Right? So, starting in verse 14, it says, 
uh, when, when they came to the crowd. So Jesus comes down off the mountain and um, the guy comes up to Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he's a lunatic, is very ill, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples, they could not cure him. So Jesus answered said, You unbelieving and perverted generation, how long will I, I uh, be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him to me. Uh, so he, he rebuked the demon. The demon came out and the boy was cured. Now look at, look at 19. The disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why couldn't we drive it out? Why, why couldn't we drive this? And Jesus had given them authority over these demons already. Why couldn't we drive it out? And he said to them, Because of the littleness of of your faith. Because the littleness of your faith. So the demonic realm operates um, with, with faith also. If you go and you are trying to do spiritual warfare and you do not have the faith for it, it's not going to do much good. All right? They operate on the level of faith also. If you know that you know that you know that the, the demonic that you are dealing with has to obey you and you believe it and you know it, let me tell you what, they, they, they pop into line really fast. If you're not quite sure, they're going to laugh at you. I'm not kidding. It, it is, but that's what having the armor of God on should do for us. It will raise our level of faith to be able to deal with these demonic issues. Um, let me just tell you a couple of, of instances that I have, um, I've seen because it's, it's, it's real. Um, there's a friend of mine who, who's now a minister and He's uh, doing missions work in Portugal, but there was years ago. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but he was dealing with some stuff, and so one um, one of the other pastors and I we got him in to uh, into my office after church on a Wednesday night, and um, he started he started manifesting. I mean, he started he was a great guy. I mean, he's 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 a dear friend. I mean, he is. As as sweet and level-headed and gentle, and um, anyway, he, my my pastor friend, uh, my, we were about the same age, but he looks totally different than me. He's like this and like this, okay, big guy, uh, which I was glad he was there. Um, but we're, we're all buddies, and all of a sudden he starts get, getting up, <sighs> and he's 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 like tall, and we're going okay. Okay, what are we doing now? And I'm like, okay, Barry, come stand in front of me, <laughs> right? But um, and I was just talking to him about it the other day to to my my um, other pastor friend. And he said, you know, I was a little scared, but he said then the Holy Spirit rose up on me and I just commanded the situation. I said, no, you're not leaving the room. We're going to deal with this. But we we could have gotten fearful. We could have gotten had the opportunity, and um, it, it turns out. Um, we we didn't end up doing a whole lot of good, but we we thought we did, 
a few weeks later, a guy came in who actually had done a lot of spiritual warfare, and he had the faith, and he had the, the tools. And I saw him um, talking to uh, this guy I know, and, and he, he, so he spoke to him in French. He spoke to him, he spoke to him in French and said, How are you doing? My buddy, who I know, he answered him back in French. He said, Comme si, comme ça. And he shook his head and said, what did I just say? He said, you said, you said come see, come saw, which was, and so-so. He said, I don't know French. But the demon that they were dealing with did. Okay, it's real stuff. I've seen, I've seen it happen lots and lots and lots. I, there's another missionary friend of ours. I say friend, we more of an acquaintance we've met a couple times down in Mexico. Same same thing happened. They were dealing with somebody and um, started manifesting. And uh, this guy is from America. He's down in Mexico. And, and he said, you're going to speak to me in English. This guy, the guy they were dealing with, doesn't know English. But the demonic in him sure did. And so he, they started dealing with the guy in English. It's real stuff. It's real stuff. And it takes a level of faith to be able to engage. That's, that's biblical. It takes a level of faith to be able to engage. And this morning, what I want us to see is that when we go into fight, we can raise our level of faith because we look like God. The other, a uh, couple weeks ago, Ruth and I were, um, I don't know if you've been there or not, down by, by, you know, the dinosaur park thing down by um, Waterford. It's not in Waterford. It's not near, more near Salem. Um, there's an antique store there and a little place with um, uh, rocks and geological thing. It's really fascinating. But part of that little rock place was very um, mystical. A lot of different stuff. And we, we kind of, felt it in the spirit went we're going to go the other direction and um but we were walking around with all these these stones and all, they're really beautiful and we're just praising the lord we're looking at him going i can't believe god made something this amazing and a lot of it you have to crack this the rock to be able to get into it just amazing beautiful beautiful colors and i saw one picture on the wall and it was it made me a little bit i, I felt something was with it in, in my spirit and then I went, I kind of went, wait a second. Let's make them feel uncomfortable. Why do I need to feel uncomfortable? I'm the one that has the light going into the darkness and the darkness gets dispelled. Let's have fun with them. Let's make them feel uncomfortable. And ever since then, I've, got, I've had a different mindset. It's that level of faith that has risen in me. I'm like going, I can go wherever and I'm going to put the demons on edge because I'm there. I'm going to make them quake in their boots. I don't need to quake in my boots. I'm the one who, I'm going to make them quake. I'm going to make them go, there's that son of God coming over here. What are we going to do? We've got to get out of here. He's going to come in here and and do something and, and really upset things. That's that level of faith that can rise up in us to say, okay, we're, we've got the armor of God on. Now let's, let's be the light and go into a dark place 
and let the light shine and let the dark be dispelled. Okay, let your faith rise up to meet the challenge. And when we do, I tell you, watch out because great things will happen. And lastly, so it's, um, what does the enemy look like? I talked a little bit about, you know, there are different levels, but the, the level, most of the level that just deals with, with individual us stuff, the, the temptation, the um, generational curses, all the, that stuff. Look, every single one of us has the power and the authority to take care of that. Okay? The bigger stuff, the regional stuff, the things over towns, some people do. Mostly, we, it, when we gather together as a group, um, we can take care of that too. Uh, but... So we need to know what the enemy looks like. We need to know who we look like. We look like God because we've got his armor on, right? Um, what do we sound like? I'm in the wrong book. Back to Ephesians. With all, this is verse 18 of chapter 6 again. With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. Pray at all times in the Spirit. You want to have you, you want to have success in spiritual warfare. <clears throat> Sound like God. Pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Now. I've, I've heard a lot of different people try to explain what praying at all times in the Spirit is. And I'll, I'll give you my take. Uh, let me tell you what a few people have said, though. I, I remember years ago hearing Larry Lee. Anybody remember Larry Lee from years ago? Um, he had a, a, a great... I actually listened to the, uh, the cassette series. <sighs> Cassettes. <laughs> I listened to the cassette series of Larry Lee. Could you not uh, tarry one hour? Uh, very, very, very good. It's um, taking the Lord's Prayer and breaking it down into sections, saying this is how you pray through the Lord's Prayer. But um, uh, I remember his saying that um, if you, every time you thought of a person, thought of, of somebody, anytime somebody popped into your mind, that you prayed for that person. And he said, you, you'd, you'd say, Man, I'd be praying all the time. Uh huh. Pray at all times in the Spirit. You know, I think also you can say, well, praying in the Spirit. You know, you, you're, you're, uh, Paul says in in First Corinthians, I pray with the mind, I pray with the Spirit, I sing with the mind, I sing with the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. You know, you can you can pray um, in tongues. You can pray in that prayer language that, that God's given you, and you can do that. Um, very, very regularly. You can, you can pray very regularly with that. And that's good. All these things are really, really good. I'm not saying this either, either way. When somebody pops into your mind, pray for them. A lot of times I think that's the Holy Spirit just saying, yeah, they need prayer right now. Um, Paul says, you know, I, I'm grateful that I pray in tongues more than all of you guys. If, Paul, if that was good for Paul, let me tell you what, it's, it's going to be good for us. But something that I've realized in the last several years, and uh, it actually references, references it right here in this verse, um, 
Pray at all times in the Spirit, and with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. You see, you, can, you need to listen. You need to operate in the Spirit at all times. See, be on the alert. And what, what, I'm, I'm going to try to be really practical here. If, if, for those of you all who, who pray in the Spirit, um, you, can, you can learn to know, you know what it, it, it sounds like, and you can do that in your, in your head, and you can, you can actually kind of feel that, that pathway, if you will, I don't know, know of a better way to describe it, where you connect in with the Holy Spirit, and then it starts flowing. When you do that, you, are, you, are begin, you begin to listen to the Spirit much more clearly. And the more that you do that, the more sensitive you are in the Spirit. Okay? Does that make sense? I mean, let me try to say that one more time. Those of you who pray in the Spirit, um, when you pray in the Spirit, because you, you tap into what the Holy Spirit is, is saying, you tap in to that, um, that connection. In, in 1 Corinthians, it says that nobody knows the mind of God but, but the Spirit of God, right? And He has given us His Spirit. So if you want to know what's going on at the throne, if you want to know what's going on with God, He has given us His Holy Spirit, and He's given us a way to tap into what, what the Holy Spirit is praying, what He's saying, because He's praying continually the, the will of God. You tap into that, and all of a sudden you're getting to be very, very sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You want to know what's going on in a situation? You, you, you learn to do that. You learn to be sensitive and you can start um, discerning. You can start feeling. That's what I believe Paul is saying here is at all times be connected to the Holy Spirit. At all times get connected. You need to be able to walk into a room or walk into a situation and know in the Spirit what is going on at all times. Uh, David used a word um, probably a couple months ago now. Situational awareness. There's really this spiritual awareness. Walking, you walk into Walmart and all of a sudden you start knowing um, what's, what somebody might need. Or you, you, you need to be so sensitive and so aware that you, you know which direction to go. I've, I've, um, it wasn't too terribly long ago. I know there's a, um, a pastor's wife. And, and the Lord told her, exactly where to go in her car one day. Go down that street. Okay. Turn there. Okay. Turn in that driveway. Okay. Pulls up, goes out, knocks on the door. Hi, I'm here. Do you need prayer? <laughs> yes, I, I so do. Thank you so much. But you have to be sensitive. You have to be listening. You have to, be, you have to understand what's going on in order to be able to do that. If you're not listening, there is no way you're going to be sensitive enough to be able to get to, to where God wants you to be. So that's praying at all times in the Holy Spirit to be able to be aware, to be sensitive, and to be able to be aware of what people are going through. You want to be a good minister, whether that's doing evangelism or loving and caring for people, you know, making sure that they have what they need, you know, everything from mercy ministry to prophetic ministry, okay, and everything in between. Listen to the Holy Spirit. That person needs help. Maybe they need physical help. Maybe they need emotional help. That person needs, 
this item or something. It's, it's fun. The Lord's bringing all these stories to mind. Um, I remember a number of years ago, I had a buddy come and visit, and um, you know, he 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 brought a number of things with him, and uh, he he like he like had a, he brought a knife sharp, sharpener with him. I said, "How'd you? Why did you bring a knife sharpener?" Holy Spirit, you told me what to bring. Okay, I hadn't. Had a knife at the house. It's like you need that knife sharpened. Okay, great. Are you? Do you listen to him on on a daily basis for each and everything that you're doing? Do you listen where you, where to walk, where to go, where to drive your car? Maybe you need to go one direction or the other. It might be that that uh, you're you have to avoid a wreck or something. The Lord says, No, I want you to go around this way today. You're going to work the same way every day. Maybe what? No, go swing around. Go a different direction. Listening, praying at the all times in the Holy Spirit. Because when, when you're doing, when you engage with the Holy Spirit, when you engage um, in that realm, what ends up happening is that you um, not only are you praying, you are giving the words of God out. You're petitioning the Lord for the, His direct will. But you are getting sensitive, you're more and more sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And when that happens, let me tell you, look out. Because then you know exactly how to deal with every situation that you walk into. So, spiritual warfare, if we're going to engage the enemy, number one, we're, we're going to engage him like God. You, gotta know, you think God knows the enemy? Absolutely. We need to realize there's a fight out there. There is a fight. If we don't engage in it, then we're going to get beat up. Which, by the way, we are engaging. This, is, this isn't a, hey, you guys aren't engaging. We need to get, let me give you a swift kick. No, we, we are engaging. I think that's one reason that we've, we've been encountering some resistance. But I believe we are, we've, I think we've taken a big step over that. Which is great, uh, but let's let's keep going. Let's not let's not reach a plateau and say, oh, we we we've 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 come up and we've, we've gotten this much far. Let's no, let's keep on going. Let's go further, and let's go as far as the Lord will let us go. All right, if, if we might, we may we we conquer something that's right here uh, in this block, but that doesn't mean we we stop there. Let's go conquer the town. Might conquer the town. Let's not stop there. Let's 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 take one more step. Okay, let's go as far as the Lord will let us to um, to engage in the spiritual warfare and to conquer. That's who we we've been made as more than conquerors. How do we do that? We we engage by faith. We realize that as we go in, we are going in with the armor of God on. We've got His Word right as the sword of the Spirit, and we look like Him. And the, the demons look and they go, "Uh oh, there's that David MacArthur coming for me." He looks just like Jesus, and I am in trouble. Right? But we, we raise our level of faith that, to know that we are walking in Jesus' shoes. Then we are engaging by the Spirit. We're engaging by the Spirit. We're praying in the Spirit. We're listening to the Spirit. We're walking in the Spirit. We're, we're, we're connected 
at all times in the spiritual realm, in the heavenly realms. When we're connected in the heavenly realms, then we're going to engage in the heavenly realms because that's where the fight is. So he, that's, how, that's how it all starts out, right? We don't engage. It's, it's the warfare that we're at is not a flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. So we are engaging in the fight like God engages in the fight. Let's do it. Let me um, let me pray for you today here, just one moment. But uh, what I want us all to walk in victory. Okay. Um, if you if you're feeling like you are um, there's a spiritual warfare battle going on with you, uh, maybe that's internally, maybe it's externally, maybe it's something that you've dealt with a long time, or maybe it's just very very recent. Let's get it taken care of. We can do that today. We can set up an appointment and do that later. But let's, um, we've been given the authority over that. Let's, don't just sit on it. Let's, let's get that taken care of. And what I feel like I, I need to do today is um, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to raise everyone's level of authority. Okay? Whatever level you walk in with, you're going to walk out on, on the next step up. All right? I believe I've got that. I can do that today. Lord, thank you so much for this group. I love these people so much, Lord. I'm so grateful. And Lord, I bless them now in the name of Jesus. I bless them. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would go to each person here and engage them directly. Lord, ignite their faith. And I pray that they, you will give them more authority right now to walk at a higher level in the heavenlies to walk with a higher level of victory to walk with a higher level of spiritual intelligence to walk with a higher level of provision to walk with a higher level of of um, sensitivity but i release that anointing over this body of, of this church body this morning not just the ones here because we have a lot of people that are that are not here this morning so all those who are connected to this church i release this anointing over them right now at the same time i uh, i cover this group and this this um, even this building and this grounds with the blood of jesus and i declare over this body of believers that they that no harm or danger will come near them that every demonic force every principality and power every um, scheme of the enemy um, that will be confounded it will it will fall flat that you will confuse the enemy and these uh, this church every person in this building will be protected on every side that we will go forth in victory and in complete protection because we are covered in the armor of God. We will be impervious to every attack of the enemy. Physical attack, emotional attack, um, uh, spiritual attack, nothing will be able to come against us. Not because of us, but because it's you who live within us. Now release that over over this uh, over this church. And Lord, not only them 
um, that I cover. Also, all their belongings, their homes, their their um, uh, their vehicles, um, their their family with the blood of Jesus. That that uh, they those would also be impervious to attack as well. That nothing would be able to come against them. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, let, let us engage. Let us engage well. Lord, give us great, great victories. Let us see us take the land. We don't want to be like the spies who said, nope, it's too big. Let's turn around. With you, all of it's possible. We want to take this land. Lord, give it to us. Every inch. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right.